It's the Everything 80s Podcast with Franco in the morning. Ladies and gentlemen, rock and roll. Big Paul Castellano's life last night may very well have been a payoff for getting into such trouble with the feds. I would destroy any man who tries to take what I got. All right, all right, everyone. Welcome back to the Everything 80s podcast powered by Prime 82 Restaurant. I am Franco in the morning from 100.9 K-Hits FM. We're an 80s station. That's why we do the Everything 80s podcast. Uh, You can find us online at BigHitsBigFun.com. And, of course, I have a partner in podcasting, and it is the one and only Sean Morton. Hi, Sean. How are you? Oh, I am much better now that I'm talking to you. Uh, I know you feel better, right? So we had a little technical difficulty. Some moron had the microphone on my end in mute. Well, listen, that's out of my control. Yeah. Maybe you should crack the whip a little more. Yeah, it might have been me. (laughs) Well. Hey, you didn't see I have your name as the Morton Soul Girl. That's funny. I, I did. I'm just. I ignore anything. The, any <laughs> at, feeble attempt at humor that you yeah, give me. Yeah, because you don't like when I'm funny. The Morton Salt Girl. I would have called you that in school. We went to school together. Because it's not. It's not very often. I think I know you six years at this point, and mm-hmm. I think it was one time on a Wednesday you were actually funny. That's not true. I'll send, uh, I'll send you a clip uh, of my stand-up. I've seen it before, believe me. And what happens is I've seen it. I have it saved on my phone. And any time that I say to myself, wow, I bombed so bad last night, I uh, I decide you just put that on. And then uh, my life feels a lot better. I tell everyone that you asked me to do it. Beg, he begs me to do a tight five at the beginning of any show he's headlining for us uh, so that he can make fun of me. I listen. One day it's going to happen. I'm telling you. I know it. it's going to happen. Uh, for those of you who don't know where we're going, Sean is a uh, national headlining comedian, and he does shows for our company, which is Franco's Comedy for Your Cause. All right, so it's the Everything Eighties Podcast, and a shout out to Stu Bob. Uh, we are counting down different years of the eighties, and Stu Bob had asked for 1982, so that's where we are. Shout out to Stu Bob. Yes, go Buckeyes. Yes, he um, he did pick this, and I got to tell you, first time. Don't like Stu Bob. Why you don't like 1982? This was one of the most boring years, apparently, I have ever okay, seen on hold record. On a second, Thriller is released. The hold biggest, on, biggest stop jumping the gun. Stop jumping the gun. Selling album of all time. Okay, it's on my list, dopey. But I'm talking about the list and, and, and the rest Thank of the you stuff. Very much. Oh, you're more, you're more like grumpy and oldie. That's what you really are. <laughs> do they have an oldie dwarf? <laughs> no, but they do now. <laughs> that's your new name. Uh, 82. Uh, my son Frank was born that year. Well, that's a good reason. Well, that's, that's a good a year for that. Yep. I think what it is, is as I, what I was doing is the music was fine. The movies were fine. Uh, the television shows were okay. I think it was just a really weird news year. There was not a lot going on in the news that year. I think we should start with that and get that out of the way. Because honestly, there was nothing. All this research that I did for this, and the top news story was that Prince William was born. Like, that means nothing to me. What about Tylenol laced with cyanide killing seven people in Chicago? And they just caught that guy a few years ago, or more, more recent than that. I didn't even see that story. Yeah, that was a big story. Everyone's so was afraid he, to take Tylenol. <laughs> uh, yeah. Now let's just inject ourselves with anything that the people tell us to do. That's you know right. What I mean? we do, right. And we do that. Yeah. Yeah. So, so 
that's one thing. Um, and I, I'm going in chronological order here. Okay. Uh, Ozzy Osbourne, uh, the infamous uh, eating of the bat incident happened right. in uh, January 20th of 1982. Then someone did that in China, right, in 2020. Yeah, well, yeah, that's why I'm not a full-time comic, but yeah. thanks for rubbing salt in those wounds again. Appreciate that. My pleasure. Yeah, yeah, thanks. Um, so there's a lot of rumors if it was actually real bat or if it was a gummy bat, whatever, but I don't think gummy bats were actually invented <laughs> back in 1982. <laughs> so I'm going uh, to say that it was actually real at that point. Uh-huh. Uh, somebody that I have a feeling that you love a lot, because I can tell by your sense of humor, uh-huh. uh, the David Letterman show God, debuted. the best. After yeah, Johnny, he was the best. He was Johnny. my he was my favorite too. Yeah, I gotta tell you. Yeah. And uh, if you know who his debut guest was, it was Bill Murray. Yep, and that was his final guest as well. His final guest. Wow, look at you doing your research, or you're just that much of a nerd. I, I love David Letterman. You know the thing. Oh, that, okay. I always found Letterman uh, when you talk about you know Leno versus Letterman. Uh, Leno was forced funny, whereas Letterman was just natural. You know? Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, he's very I, dry too, and you're, you have that, that dry joke. sense. I love that joke where he's like, uh, you know, not to follow too closely behind the, the 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 truck that that gives the pesticides out in the summertime. You know, that you you're that's before your time. But these have trucks that will go around the neighborhood, and they blow out pesticide. You know, and he go, uh, remember the good old days when we'd all pile in the station wagon, roll the windows down, and get behind one of those trucks. It's funny. Not funny. In other news, uh, Sally Ride became the first female astronaut on April 19th, 1982, (laughs) uh, which was very important because the next one uh, didn't work out so well. 85. Yeah. Remember that day very vividly, too. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm a big sports guy. I don't know that you you are. We really don't talk sports that often. You know what? The thing with me, and it just kind of hits a nerve, since my father died, I just lost interest because we used to watch it a Super Bowl every year. I mean, all that stuff with my dad. Uh, I, I got to see Willie Mays, my hero, um, stuff like that. So I just kind of lost interest. You know, Kimberly is more of a football fan than I am. Which is why I get along with her better. Mm. So um, so sports-wise, I mean, this is a record that started uh, in 1982. And this is obviously never going to be duplicated or broken again. Uh, Cal Ripken started his uh, 2,632 game consecutive streak right. in uh, 1982 on May 30th. So think about that. So 2600 streaking that many times in a row? Was that popular in the 80s? In the oh, 70s, my, this it was is, oh, this podcast can't be over <laughs> fast enough today. <laughs> um, it, listen, I'm going to be in Connecticut uh, next weekend working for you two nights. Yep. So when I wake up in my hotel room uh, the next morning, there will be an, uh, a copy of USA Today waiting at my door because that's the only place in the world you can get a copy of USA Today is at a, a discount hotel, hotel yeah, somewhere. Right. Uh, that was first started. Uh, I think this is a bigger story, too. Uh, Epcot actually opened in October of October 1st, 1982. And uh, I, I prefer Epcot over Disney, to be honest. I think it's a little more uh, a little more for adults than it is uh, than the Disney park actually is. So you, do, you actually prefer it over the Magic Kingdom? Cause it's all yeah, Disney. Magic Kingdom. Magic yeah. Kingdom is very weird. I think if you're over like 13 and you go there and you wear Mickey Mouse ears, you're dumb and you should really seek a therapist. I don't know, man. Thunder Mountain Railroad is the greatest ride ever invented. Until I went, until I went to Disney MGM and got on that Aerosmith. Did you ever go on the Aerosmith roller coaster? 
No. So here's the thing, Franco. Uh, I was not able to go on oh, rides for a very fit. long time because no, I couldn't fit, fit on them. So now I'm going to fit on them. And I'm yeah. probably going to go on It's a Small, Small World at some point in my life <laughs> well, just you, to see what it feels like. You visit that every morning, don't you? Oh, Christ. Here we go again. Uh, another thing that's very big, uh, which I've never been to, actually, but I think it's something I would like to do. I'm not a huge history buff, but I think this is a, a respect thing. The Vietnam Memorial opened yes. November 13th, 1982. No, I've never uh, been. I've never been either. Yeah. I've never been to the 9-11 Memorial, and I've lived 10 minutes from the World Trade Center my entire life. So that's wow. another thing I want to hit. Wow, yeah. And uh, I remember this one vividly because I can truly remember being scared about this as a child. I remember, I was about six years old at this point. Uh, Barney Clark with the first heart transplant. Right. In uh, December of tw- uh, December second, nineteen eighty two, he lasted one hundred and twelve days with the artificial heart. But it was his face. I could viv- I could still close <laughs> my eyes and see this guy's dumb face with these black horn rimmed glasses. Right, right. And it used to scare the hell out of me watching Google the news. It. I'm gonna Google it. Oh, it was so scary looking, and I remember being really, really terrified as a kid of this guy. All right, knowing that there was something. Oh, go ahead. I thought you were done. No, no, knowing knowing that he had a fake heart and he was able to live, my six year old brain didn't com- didn't <laughs> right, compute yeah, this. I can see that. So now I'm like, why why is this guy alive? What is he? Some kind of like you know warlock? You know, I don't know what this guy is. But. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the breakup of AT and T happened in 1982, and that was huge. That's for the U.S. government deal with uh, AT and T. Uh, they just blew it up because it was a monopoly. I didn't know that. Mm. I did not know that. Yeah. What would you uh, like to tackle next? Do you want to do movies, TV, uh, or music? Let's see. What would Stu Bob want? Stu Bob would want music. Don't music. You yeah. Yeah. So music had, I wrote down one, two, three, four, eight great records that came out in 1982. Obviously, because you jumped the shark like Fonzie did, we'll talk about Thriller first. Even though it was really more popular in 83, it did come out at the very end of 82. Exactly, but it was released, so it makes it was released. The greatest record of all time, the the highest selling record of all time. It's still worldwide. Not not in the U.S. It's just just one of those records that is a a once in a generation kind of uh, explosion and. Honestly, it was. Uh, it still gets played in my car all the time. Biggest selling album in the U.S. Uh, goes back and forth between Fleetwood Mac Rumors and the Eagles' Greatest Hits, and right now it is the Eagles' Greatest Hits. I check it every day. Until T. Swift comes along. Yeah, I'm telling you, she's going to have one. She's going to have one. Uh, America was graced with the debut of John Cougar with American Fool. Yeah, it was a great album. With uh, Jack and Diane. A couple and of big hits. He, uh, Oh, yeah. That was a great album with some huge hits. A couple of big hits, yeah. Uh, Another great record, I don't know if it's in your wheelhouse, but I think it's in your daughter's wheelhouse, if I remember, was Combat Rock by The Clash. My daughter in law. Daughter in law. Okay. See, I listen to you. I do listen. No, she lost. um, Sarah loves The Clash. Yeah, so that was a big, that was a monster record. Do you know what my grandson's name is, right? His full name? Mm, You've told me, but refresh my memory. Vincent Cash Sumner Carafano. That's pretty good. Cash for Johnny Cash and Joey. That my, my friend just named her dog Cash after Johnny Cash. That's yeah, pretty wow. cool. Yeah. Uh, Rio by Duran Duran. Yeah. I, I heard that. <laughs> Rio by Duran Duran. I'm not a huge Duran Duran fan, but this is the one that put them on the map. Right. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorites, the man is immortalized on my arm. Uh, Prince came out with 1999, which, again, he had records out before that, but this is the one that 
broken with MTV. Yeah, with you know little what? Red, I, little Red Corvette, 1999. I loved what you said. Uh, by the way, everybody, I was a guest. Sean has an amazing pot. Well, it's half amazing because his, his co-host kind of lame. But uh, there's, there's a podcast that Sean is on. And it's called Who's Your Band? And I was a guest on the last episode. You know, I didn't even know you uploaded that. Stu Bob told me it was good and I should listen to it. <laughs> uh, uh, well, here's the thing. I didn't know either. But So uh, there's my crack there's my crackpot producer. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't get a text. That's great. Uh, anyway, okay. uh, anywho, uh, something you said, you know, really stuck with me that like Prince, even now gone, uh, you're saying there's something like five hundred full songs. In a yeah, he, they could release was, an album to the end of time with you know, and we're and you're we're comparing that with how the Beatles threw together that song, which you and I agree we're not crazy about. Uh, number one song, which is great for the Beatles and great for people learning about them or whatever. But Prince actually has solid songs in the can, done five hundred of them, over five hundred. Yeah, wow, I didn't know that until you said that. This was in the, I believe, in the late 90s when I had read that. And then I have a friend who is uh, part of, like, that whole scene, like, the the, the Prince, uh, you know, family, I would say. And mm-hmm. so apparently it's over a 1,000 songs, from what I'm being told. Jeez. And that, that's just mind-blowing. For a guy who plays 19, 19 or 27 instruments, too, he was just, you're never going to see that person again. Yeah, he's, um, he's Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Again, out of your wheelhouse, we had uh, Screaming for Vengeance by Judas Priest and okay. Diver Down by Van Halen, which I know you don't like uh, that kind not of stuff. Really. No, no. I like yeah, the hits. It's, it's not more air supplier sticks. But, well, but what's really um, weird is I, I, I like the hits, but there are things I like that, you know, like I love Warren Zevon. I love the band. You know, they didn't have a lot of hits. So. Yeah, exactly. Or, or talent. And then there was... Oh, yeah, uh, Warren Zevon, a songwriter, songwriter. Uh, yeah, we, Werewolves of Wonder, a one-hit wonder. Anyway, yeah, songs. People learn no. how to write songs by listening to his songs. Yeah, do they really? Okay, I'll, yeah, I'll take you, your word. I'll, I'll send I'll you take the TikTok I did on him. You need send to me the TikTok. Yeah, send me the TikTok, and I'll put it on the list of TikToks that you sent me that I never opened. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, sending you, I'm sending you a clip of Norm Macdonald doing that David Letterman joke on his. Oh, last can you appearance. please listen? I, I really, I mean this out of love. I think you have Stop. a slight obsession. You have a slight obsession with Norm Macdonald. I do. He's the a little best. bit. Uh, yeah, he. Well, he was very good, but uh, he's dead. So just like, get over mouth. it at this point. Shut your get face. over it at this point. There's a lot of great comics. That, I'll tell face. you what. If you like him that much, watch Mark Normand. He is the second coming of Norm Macdonald. I did. I did watch him. And what'd you think? He's good. He's not. He's, very he's good. not Norm. No, no, no one is. But I mean, he's the same kind of dry style. So. Yeah. Last album I put on there was "Hello, I Must Be Going" by Phil Collins because it had that monster uh, mm-hmm. against all odds hit on there. Yeah. So that was it for music. It wasn't that super. I mean, next to Thriller, it really wasn't that great of a year for music. You're right. I when think, you think that, about it. You know, I think '82 was a bigger year for movies and television. Right, in my but opinion. it wasn't as good as '85 was for movies. '85 was the year for movies in the '80s. Well, how about next week we do 85? Well, we're doing that by request, so we're going to put it out to the people. What year do you want next? Hey, people, I ain't showing up next week unless you pick 1985. How let's about go, that? Let's go to the movies of 1982. you got to start with E.T. E.T. is still, to this day, one of my favorite movies. I still cry at that movie. It's, yeah. it's a brilliantly done movie, and I pray to God it never gets remade. Now, you weren't I, even born in 82, right? I was six years old. Oh, you're I was born older, in 76. Oh, that's right. You're older, than, you're older than Frankie, two years older than my wife. Uh, so you, you were six. So you wouldn't know this. But when E.T. came out, it was so cool if you had a bootleg copy of that. And if you had a bootleg copy of that, right, 
and Coors beer, you're gonna you're gonna get a little bit of action. I actually just ordered a ET Coors beer <laughs> T-shirt actually because there was actually some sort of cross promotion yeah. between ET and Coors because beer, and I just ordered that. You couldn't get Coors in in the Northeast. Coors was only you know uh, in the West. You in the West, yeah. yeah. So if you had Coors and you had ET and your parents weren't home and you had a girl come over that would have been good yeah but i didn't have a girl come over because yeah. i was six so uh let's see what else we had here as far as big movies uh I, I personally love this movie it's very dark but uh the king of comedy yes with robert de niro yep. i think that's a it's a, mm-hmm. it's a great 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 movie yeah uh, forgot about that one of the one of the scariest stupidest lines ever when the lady asks for the autograph on the street and he tells her no and she goes cancer you should get cancer it's, it's just one of the it's, to me it just that's the only line i remember from the Is movie that the one they shoot him on the newscast live yes yeah jerry lewis <laughs> i just yeah. watched it i just watched it it's a great movie yeah uh tootsie with dustin hoffman I think that was a that was a pretty big one. Blade mm-hmm. Runner, which I never saw. Now, mind you, a lot of these movies I have not seen. And Tootsie, I think, you. started. And I could be wrong because a lot of movies before this, but I, to me, it's the one that started stuff like bosom buddies and you know, people, yeah. people you know, dressing to be able to do something you know that they could yeah. do as a guy. Yeah, Medea would not be here if it wasn't for Tootsie. Right. <laughs> uh, Forty Eight Hours with Eddie Murphy and Nick Nolte well, that's a was great released movie. in eighty two. It great is a classic. Movie. Great movie. Uh, to me, this is one of the quintessential 80s movies. Rocky uh, Fast. Well, yeah, I put Rocky Three on there. I just watched it the other day, too. And, and again, not my favorite. It's really not my favorite. I mean, I've, you know my affinity for number four. Yeah. Uh, number four is my favorite. Uh, Rocky uh, Five is a, a second favorite because it, it has to put uh, that 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 pain i i had a cur- i had to like really catch myself i was gonna curse really really bad just mm-hmm. now um the woman that i hate more than anything in life uh talia shire as adrian balboa uh is when she has to go back to work in the pet store which is fantastic yeah you know and then uh you know obviously in rocky balboa she's dead so that's probably my favorite movie um conan the uh conan the barbarian yeah. is a big one uh fast times at ridgemont high wow that is probably a top ten, top ten eighties movie in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you got a Jackson Brown song in there. That is true. Yeah, yeah. Written I don't, for, I don't mind for, Jackson Brown. Written, you don't mind him. Um, written particularly for that scene, Cameron Crowe went to him because who do you go to when you need a song specific for a scene? You go to the singer songwriter Jackson Brown. Yeah, I mean he he's very popular, and I don't know a lot of the hits of his, but like I know a lot of my favorite artists really truly love and respect him. So absolutely, I, I don't I don't I don't diss him that often. Yeah. Uh, Annie was very big. Mm-hmm. The movie Annie. I mean, I remember seeing it as a kid. Daddy Warbucks. Eh, kind of kind of stupid. Kind of thought there was some pedo thing going on in that. Even back when I was a kid, I don't yeah. know why, but who knows? I uh, never saw this either. For uh, First Blood. The Rambo movies. I've never seen any of the Rambo movies, but the First Blood series came out, and that was yep. a big year for Sly, considering he had Rocky Three and First Blood, two yeah. of the biggest franchises of all time. I liked it. I hate this movie personally, but I have two friends who dearly love this movie. I'm going to guess what it is. This is listen. The first one stunk on ice, and the second one is atrocious. 
any movie that you have to replace John Travolta with Adrian's Med yeah, is okay. a horrible thing. So <laughs> it's Grease 2. Yeah. I refuse to, to ever watch but that again. But you didn't again. like the original? Is that what you said? Ah, it's dumb. Oh, my God. That is a great movie, man. Stocker Channing, Stocker Channing was kind of hot. That's a good that, movie. I was she was kind of We were talking about that yesterday. Remember that there's a DJ in there, you know, and this is this what they did in the 50s. They'd have re- they'd, they'd have the record hop, and then he'd pick a girl and go, hey, I got some records in the car. You want to come out? Um, did you do that? No, no, no. But I was telling somebody last night that I met the kid uh, who's, that, the, who's that actor's son, you know, and he's like, my dad was in that movie. And then he showed me pictures of him. You know, on the set, uh, and I'm like, that is so cool. Hmm. Yeah. There was no, another. I never uh, did that. I never said, oh, I got some records in the car. <laughs> well, I figured if you were DJ in the 50s, that's why I was saying no, that. No, I wasn't a DJ in the 50s. I would say, come get some CDs. <laughs> oh, okay. But not the little kids. They didn't have CDs in the 50s, dopey. That's what I'm talking about. It was in the 50s. You met, you're, you're stepping over the joke. Is, is, is dementia joke? kicking in? What joke? That I'm saying that you were actually a DJ in the 50s, 70 it. years ago. That's why I changed it to CDs, not records, because it was the 80s, but it never happened oh, anyway. Oh, God. I'm canceling next weekend. No, you no, are. I can I'm canceling you. you. Uh, another movie, Scary as Hell, next weekend. Scary as Hell, and a lot of controversy around this movie, too, was Poltergeist. Yeah. With uh, Heather, was it Heather O'Rourke? I think I her name was. She, little The little girl who died in the movie, six years old. And there was a lot of people who died on the set while they were making this movie. It was a very strange coincidence. Yeah, or was it? Uh, two of my favorite movies actually Porky's. came out in 1982. <laughs> Porky's being one of them, Wait absolutely. Up, man, that was, that's one of your favorite movies? Oh yeah, it's hysterical. It's it's. I mean, I got to remember too. At six years, at, you know, I came out at six. So I probably saw it when I was like ten or eleven. Right, right. Sure, Just some of the scene, you, yeah. some yeah. of the scenes. You know, when when the guy has the hole drilled in the wall, yeah. and uh, he puts certain things in the wall, and yeah. then like you know, the, the big berth on the other end is is tugging on it. And, <laughs> and then you have like, if you watch like the. Uh, the TBS version, he puts his tongue in the wall instead, yeah. and she's pulling it. You know, just the stupidest. But you know why they this, call the gym teacher Lassie, right? No. Go back and revisit it. I can do that. I have no problem watching right. Porky's. Now, this is going to surprise you. One of my all-time favorite movies it. came An out. An officer and a gentleman. God Am I right? Yes. See, I yes. You. you know why? Here's why I know. Because your taste is so eclectic in music that once in a while, you're going to fall for a rom-com. Oh, I have no problem with a rom com at all. Okay, I'm very, I'm very chicky when it comes to rom coms. Absolutely, I have yeah. no problem with that. Except the Notebook, I, 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 I can't watch the Notebook. I'll never forget the scene. It was when uh, the lady dies in the Notebook, and the husband finally is there, and he's like, he crawls into the bed with her, and like I remember doing an old joke one time saying like, if that was me, I would be like, get this dead bitch out of my bed because like this is a perfectly good bed <laughs> i ain't crawling in there with a dead woman get out of your mind this is her deathbed not mine this is yeah exactly get out of here you can have that workshop it yeah well that was years but, ago but uh, the um the you know the scene the classic scene in for a gentleman when he goes in in his whites and he gets her and he picks her up his love lift us up oh, that's good. oh yeah. Yeah, yeah mayonnaise mayonnaise oh. Yeah. Lou Gossett Jr. was a monster in that movie. Yeah. I think he won an Oscar for that, if I'm not mistaken. I'll get on that. You should look. You should Google that. You know, get off TikTok you. for a minute and Google it. I'll send you a clip of his acceptance speech. So the, the top 20 television shows, which will start from the bottom, we're not have to go into all of them, but you know, if we see something that we like, right, go ahead, we can talk about it. I've, I watched some of them. I did too. Knott's Landing. Nope. I used to watch those kind of things with my grandma, like on you know the late night shows like that. Murder, she wrote. 
A tie for 18 was Gloria with a spinoff of Archie Bunker, which was atrocious. Okay. And uh, Trapper John M.D. I thought her spinoff was doing those PSAs. Oh, for... Uh, <laughs> Is it is it the kids? Yeah. Or the, yeah. Oh, she was horrible. Ugh. She looked like Gloria A. Gloria at that point. Uh, heart to Heart came in at number 17. I like that. I, I didn't mind it. One Day at a Time, I had a big crush on Valerie Bertinelli. Oh, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. not going to lie. I'd still throw her a bone she this follows, time and age. She follows me on TikTok. Does she really? No. Okay. Uh, I am actually friends with, uh, you know, uh, not friends, but like I have a connection between uh, somebody and her son's band, and oh, yeah, uh, yeah. I'm trying to get him on the show one time. That'd be fantastic. Uh, Nine to Five came in at 15, which I guess was the uh, the spinoff of the movie. Yeah, no I don't saying. really know. Yep. Uh, the Fall Guy at 14. Oh, Frankie used to sing the theme song to The Fall Guy all the time. Mm. And we love that show. New Heart, which I think is a very underrated classic show. Oh, my God. Uh, which was tied with the Jeffersons, which I think the Jeffersons was coming down towards the end of the uh, the run of that yeah, show. Yeah, it really peaked like late 70s when it first came yeah. on or earlier, you know, 80, 81. Uh, the A-Team was very big in 1982. What you talking about, fool? Launched the career of Mr. T. And if you ever have a, a chance to watch Mr. T's induction into the WWE Hall of Fame, it went down as the greatest induction speech of all time. Because he mentioned his mother 167 times in the 13-minute induction speech. It's yeah, fantastic. I'll get on that. Yeah, you do that. Um, you know, try and get off TikTok. Number nine, the uh, Love Boat, which you can still catch. If you ever sit, check that channel, I think it's Retro TV or Rewind right. TV or something like that. They constantly show those kind of shows. The and Love you know Boat. What's, what's cool about that is like the has-been stars at the time would be on that and the ones coming up would be on it right did well, you also know that an episode where somebody you go oh my god i never knew he was on that john holmes was actually on an episode of the love boat did you know that who john holmes oh the old uh the old 80s uh porn star really he was on an episode of The Love Boat. Well, yes, it joke, goes to show you. Yeah, no, there's no joke. There's no joke. There was. I, I actually saw this a couple weeks ago on a, on a still on one of those Facebook like retro pages. Yeah. He was on an episode. Yeah, definitely. I just thought it was a fun fact. <laughs> uh, Falcon Crest, again, one of those chicky shows. Mm -hmm. actually, I don't Simon and Simon. I had a t-shirt. I had no idea what the show was about, really, right. to be honest. Uh, underrated comedy of all time. And for me, in my opinion, one of the only few celebrities that have died that I cannot accept the fact that he is gone, Three's Company with John Ritter. Oh, wow, yeah. yeah. That up, was until, one, up until now, everything else has sucked. That was, he was unbelievable. Yeah, unbelievable. He, was, he was such a brilliant, brilliant ca character in that, you know? You know, and uh, the nicest guy in Hollywood. You I've know, heard that, that yeah, too. Yeah, just a nice guy. There wasn't anyone who would say a bad word about him. Sort of like me in radio. Yeah, well, uh -huh. not by book, not in comedy. Um, so you got Three's Company. Oh, shut up! I want to get booked. Uh, number five was Dynasty again. One of those, another one of those chick shows. TV, it, man. it was, man. I'm telling you, this is what. That's why Stu Bob. Miami this was Vice. not your best. Was it Miami Vice? Okay. No, yeah, that Stu was Bob, later. Stu Bob, you're sucking wind here, buddy. Yeah, big time. You need to, go to, you need to go to the Palm and have a steak and some of those onion rings. <laughs> Tied at number four was Magnum PI and Mash. All right, well, those was, are both good. Yeah, I wasn't a huge MASH fan, but I understand how great it was for an ensemble cast. Yeah, and you know what? I understand the the, the real Hawkeye didn't like the way Alan Alda portrayed him. Really? Alan yeah. Alda seemed like a really nice guy. Yeah. I love Alan Alda. He was great in one of my favorite shows on the West Wing. 
Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Great yeah. character. Yeah, no, no, no. Uh, number two was Dallas. And I, I think this is after the Who Shot JR thing. Yeah. I think that was in 80. But uh, Dallas came in at number two. And this is, shows you how boring 1982 was. The number one show was 60 Minutes. Wow. Well, that was number one for years. But when did Family Ties come in? Probably 83, 84, yeah. I would think. Yeah. yeah, I don't think it was uh, a lot of those. The, the real start, a peak of the uh, 80 sitcom started like 83, 84. But yeah, this is not the greatest year. I'm not going to lie. But no, you know what? Bad, man. You let us down, buddy. We turn, you know, chicken blank into chicken salad on this show. <laughs> That's what we do. Uh, let's see here. Graceland open to the public. Michael Jackson release thriller. Yeah, we cover all that. Yeah, we're done. That's it. Yeah, we're done. We're good. We're good. Right, are we doing one next week or are we going to do a live TikTok next week? Uh, we'll see what time the, you get there for the show. I'm usually set up for a show by doors are at 7. I'm set up by 7. So. Oh, yeah. I'll I'm be there early. And I've done my sound check uh, and my lighting check and all that. I'm ready to go. I guarantee this boosts your TikTok audience up at least 1,000 people. Want? No, I'm sure it won't. 1,000%. At least, mm. least 1,000 people. All right. Anyway, our podcast is powered by Prime 82 Restaurant, where we should have lunch when you're in town. We are. Why don't we That's have the plan. lunch that Saturday at Prime 82? I could probably do that. Yeah, that would be very cool. It's uh, Prime 82 is powering this, so we thank them. Uh, you can find our podcast at BigHitsBigFun.com or wherever you consume podcasts. And, Sean, tell us about yours. Uh, who's Your Band? It's who's on. Your band? Who's Your Band? You can watch it on YouTube. You can listen to it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, all over the world. Uh-huh. Uh, we got we got some good episodes coming up. So, we got some uh, really good guests coming in. Somebody I know uh, said to me, you know, is there anything, you know, what else could I check out? And I said, you know what, there's a great podcast called Who's Your Band? And there's a Beatles content, uh, po- episode on there. And that should be the first one you listen to because the, the guys on there talking Beatles are really good. Well, yeah, Steve Trevelis was fantastic. <laughs> and then... Then, but uh, no, it, it truly was one of my favorite episodes. Yeah, you know no, why? He's really I didn't, good. He's really good. I didn't have to say anything. And that was good because who wants to hear from you? Well, no, I'm, I'm, I'm obviously I carry both podcasts, so uh, you know I take that very <laughs> seriously. So for me, it, it was uh, no, it was one of those shows where like you know you don't have to really pull the information right. out of a guest, which is you know sometimes it could be tough to do that. The conversation flew. I think I had. 25 words in the whole podcast and i was completely fine with that but you guys did a phenomenal job on it right, right, right. it was a lot of fun being on there check that out too who's your band subscribe to it and uh find it where podcasts are consumed and it's by uh sean and uh, his partner i never remember his name doesn't remember. and i will make an i will make an announcement i have a tentative date of april 20th which is 420 mm-hmm. i will be taping my first one hour special wow for, yes. For nobody, right? Uh, I am I am in the talks to uh, try and get it either on Netflix or Amazon Prime. That would be so amazing. So that, that, that is, once that happens, I won't hear from you anymore. You will hear from me. My price will just go up a lot. <laughs> well, we'll see you later. <laughs> <laughs> right, everybody, have a great weekend. Thanks for listening. And uh, follow me on TikTok at Franco in the Morning for the history of music. See you, Sean. Later, guys.